This is the Burbs Network. You're now listening to Silver Spoons. Ooh, RJ. Struggle first, laughing at these niggas in these fake busts. Can't trust no hoes, they just get fucked. And for these sour ass niggas that they so tough, the XD 30 plus, you could get tussed. Drop heads in the summer, went around trucks. Roll a whole quarter up when I'm trying to smoke. Get on fab in this bitch, you short is what you want. Cause all these niggas say they will like they really won't. Cause I got niggas in that bitch who ain't coming home. Mine gone, smoke woods till my face froze. The bag closed, I'ma show you how to make pros. Case closed, I ain't fucking with you, stank hoes. Dope man, nice, dope boy, bag. I can tell niggas hurting, what you need a bag? That's an Uber, why you boosting like this paper test? Cause niggas see you on top and try to bring you back. Really posted up your mans like a car flat. Get so high, she probably caught a contact. I probably hit her one time and lost contact. And send that bitch down the way like bye, rap, bye. All my life, I've been trying to hide the ghetto with me. Trying to do good in my hood with all this rapper with me. Call myself the yak guy with this devil in me. Trying to let me hear a petty bitch, you got a schedule with me, boss shit. 30 on my head, but it's more shit, I'm cautious. These niggas flush shades, that ain't cost shit. Ghetto fat, bust some bites in the cafe. See me in the whip, they take yourself to the tag. Drop a ticket on the verse, ain't no doubt, and I'm a spaz. Quiet cuz, touchdown, nigga, loud when he pass. He at Willie's when he leaving, I just pray, never crash. If you ain't plug, you get charged out the ass. Small city villain, chillin' verse, killin' for my angels. Wanna play me like a hoe, you better try a different angle. Won't strike, so for star, he ain't even see a spangle. Out a shiny little circle, leave a whole nigga tame. Murder men, how I'm living, you can bet I make it. A hundred chances, they ain't give me, so I had to take it. I'm only bumpin' me and lockers, half these niggas fakin', and I hate this basic ass style. I had to make a statement. Okay. Good morning, kings and queens. I glow as Queen B, and flowing to the side of me is... Yeah, God. And together we bring you silver spoons. Today we have a guest. Tell the people your name. Oh, yeah, I go by Buddy. That's it, <laughs> Where can they find you at? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at that's Buddy. I'm country, so we spell it D-A-T-S underscore Buddy. And will follow you right now. <laughs> can you tell the people a little bit about what you do? Um, I'm, a, I'm an up-and-coming artist um, out of the south side of Atlanta. Oh, you're from Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. When did you come to Michigan? I was born in Michigan, but we moved to Georgia at a young age. So mm-hmm. I moved back to, to Detroit probably like six years ago. Oh, okay. And then you've been working on your music since? Yeah, because I ain't know nobody, so I just was like, I had to find me a new hobby. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to do music, but like with me not knowing nobody, it was just a chance for me. Like, fuck it, let me just do something I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So ever since then, I've just been kind of working on it. And I like, you know, everybody go through that stage when you're trying to do something. You meet people that's trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. They might not have the same passion as you. Mm-hmm. So you know, end up kind of wasting time. Mm-hmm. But over that time that we was wasting, I kind of just like stuck with my craft. I had so many songs, I just on hard drives and stuff that I would never let nobody hear because mm-hmm. I wasn't sure. Because I, I wasn't around nobody to be like, oh, no, that's hard or whatever. But like, uh, oh, you needed that feedback. Yeah, I ain't never had no feedback. And I'm just thinking, like, if I put this music out, the shit I be talking about, people just don't judge me for what the fuck they hear. And then it might not sound good to them or whatever the case may be. 
What would you say? What's your general content? Like, what's the basics of what you be talking about? Just, I would say, like, reality, right? Like, whatever I'm going through, like, I try to speak about it, whatever something that I can reflect on. I be trying to speak about it. Because like, my main focus is just to inspire people that's going through shit. Yeah. That's like, like I said, it be tough. Like, you going through some shit and all you hear is people talking about they diamonds and they <laughs> Rolexes mm-hmm. and shit and you can't even buy a meal and get gas at the same time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, I just be trying to talk about some real shit. Like, so, you from, you from the suburbs of Atlanta or the hood? A little bit of both. Like, where we stayed, uh, it wasn't the hood at first, it was the suburbs. Yeah. And then Hurricane Katrina hit. Oh. And then, like, all the New Orleans people moved in. So then, over the time of that, shit just got wild. That shit That's happened. crazy. Everywhere, I didn't know. Everywhere in the United States. <laughs> I didn't really realize it, but I know people who did, who was in New Orleans that moved in this year, and I, I guess I just didn't think, like. There's a lot of fucking people that moved out of there. Really yeah. I know, and I guess I just and didn't everywhere think, like, they went, about there it. was awesome. They, they was chaos. <laughs> they was causing chaos. But I found some people that was cool. I love, I love. It was chaos. It was a chaos. It was a summer called the Bloody Summer in Atlanta. Like, damn. Mm. You got to think about it. Y'all got a few of them that was causing trouble. Atlanta and Louisiana is yeah. like cousins. Mm-hmm. So, not only did they like move with family members, if they was at the Superdome, they ain't had no more room at the Superdome, they brought their ass to Atlanta and they stayed in our dome until Red Cross gave them their money. And then they just spread out through the city. You gotta think about that, like, bro. I've been staying here. Me and my mom's been staying here for five years already. Now y'all, y'all, y'all come to the hood. Y'all come through the hood, like breaking in people's houses. You know they what I'm saying? Some yeah, they were doing some crazy shit. Cause you gotta think the law is different down there. They killing niggas and getting a misdemeanor, so they yeah. thinking they can do this shit all over the country. They killing no, niggas nigga. in ninety days. Yeah, it's like nigga, that's not like that around here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, New Orleans like the wild, wild west. Louisiana, everywhere why, down I mean, But there. shout out to them. That, that's why every artist that come out of that, they you can kind of tell. Like, you, yeah. you can see it on them. They got a they're different paranoid. They're Cajun. They're Cajun. That's crazy. Like, I never about knew all laws was like that though. Yeah, they down there on some other shit. Yeah, they on some other. But once they once they want to cook you though, they don't cook you. Mm-hmm. That's why little Boosie was going through the shit he was going through. And was on death row and shit. So. Mm-hmm. And he still end up out. So it's like nigga, they, lost they ain't do shit. it. They ain't gonna <laughs> investigate too much into it. It depend on who you kill. Like, <laughs> you really just like person, uh, president. president. Yeah, exactly. I was say it's one of them cases. Like you got money, you probably can get out of anything. And, man, but like I said, but anywhere they want you, they want you. Yeah, that is crazy. I never knew that. So when you were here, do you think you were in the suburbs or the hood? The hood, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Where? Whereabouts? Like uh, the West Side, Joy Road area. Oh yeah, that's the hood. <laughs> I knew I was in the hood when I got robbed by some girls. Damn. Oh, that's what? I ain't even told that story, but I'll tell it on you. That's when you and like real robbed. Right? Oh, robbed like I got drugged by a car robbed. Oh shit! You got what? Drugged by a car. Over a cell phone. Oh shit! Wow. That's how you know you in the hood, though. Right? I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I, I so. ain't gonna yeah. lie. Well, any females that's thugged out in Detroit listening to this? It wasn't an iPhone. Bitch, I kill you. What? <laughs> 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 you gotta say that one more time for the people. You gotta say that one more time. I said, if it's any thugged out females from Detroit listening to this, bitch, I kill you. <laughs> 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 
Instagram. You're not getting my phone. You're not getting nothing from me. Bitch, I keep it. Like I said, from now on, I ain't never even approached no more girls in the city. That's wild. That's crazy as hell, bro. I ain't even know. Like, I knew it was like set up chicks and shit like that. But I didn't know it was females like, they was dykes. Oh, they were some regular girls. <laughs> what? He's like, he's like, so like I got to see you. Like, working in the house. Like, this is how it was. All right, so I stayed on Joy Road. It was, it's a, uh, I don't want to get a street I got family yeah. since there, but it was a grocery store at the end of the street. My granddad plays the lottery. He don't trust nobody else in the crib, which is some funny shit. He trusts me with his money. Give me the money, go to the grocery store, play the lottery. I go with some cousins, and when we leaving out the parking lot, it's a car like five girls. I gotta say the car because you ever pull up on me on the tourist shit might get crazy. Like I don't trust no girl in the tourist at this point. <laughs> so they pull up, they start yelling out the window, hey, light skin dude with the with the Jordan outfit on. So you don't go, it's five girls. Really I wasn't. But my cousin's like, shit, bro, there's five of them, like, you know what I'm saying? You can go get somebody number, nigga. We go we go with them later. Go over to the car, they talking good, whatever. I lean on the car. Like the car was like rusting and shit. So like by the back window, it was rusting. The girl that was trying to get my number, I thought was trying to get my number, was on the other side, like on the passenger side, on the driver's side. I'm like, yeah, let me put my number in your phone. I reached my arm across the car to get rid of the phone. The girl in the front tried to pull off. So when she tried to pull off, I got on a nylon Jordan jacket. This shit get caught on the fucking car. And they just drive. And I got on flip-flops. So you know Ooh. the hood, that's what they do. Like, you walk to the store, flip-flops, whatever. I'm on the side of the car, like, holding on. They pull out the parking lot onto the main street. The main street speed limit 40, you feel me? So, shit, they pull on there, and they go down the side street. I'm still on the side of the car. They, like, trying to, like, swerve to get me off. But you got to think about it. On the back streets, on, on the side streets, people's park on the side of the road. They don't park in their driveway. So, they can't really so I'm like, damn, y'all about to run me into a car or some shit. By this time, though, I'm feeling the, the heat on my feet. You got to think about it. I got on socks at this point. My flip-flops came off. My shit, just, my shit just hit the ground. So that shit, I started feeling the burn, pull myself in, and I don't condone this shit with this life and death situation. So I just started punching everybody. Yeah, in the way. The show, yeah. <laughs> I started punching You were trying to kill me for a second too. I think it's better than I'm blowing your shit out. Very fair. That's the only thing that's in my life. Fair, like, bro. Girls, they start fighting back. Because they're going to hurt you. Yeah, they're going to So like, I fall you. back out the window. I'm holding on, but then like I pull up one more time through the hardest left hook I ever do in my fucking life. Hit the girl in the driver's seat and she just like swerved my, my jacket ripped and I fell off the car. And the weirdest shit the night before I'm watching Masters, <laughs> they taught you how to uh, fall off a car right. <laughs> shit ever. That is crazy. That shit really saved my life. It's crazy. I, I ain't wow. hit my head. Now. Yeah, it's I never crazy. Had, I ain't had no other injuries other right than now. scarred up leg, the bottom of my feet scarred up. That was it. I ain't had no other injuries. That's it could have been ten times worse. Yeah. That's pretty wild. <laughs> that's when I knew I was in the hood in Detroit. Yes. There was a whole different type of hood shit going on. Yeah, that's oh, man. Bitch. That's it's pretty hardcore. Bitches. Uh, bitch. <laughs> he said bitch. Bitches. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll kill you, man. Yeah, after that, dude, I was on all of wild shit, but after that type of shit happened, everybody looking like All girls looking like that. You stay on Joy Road, I feel like you robbed me. <laughs> so I couldn't just be on that shit. You know no, what I'm saying? We just start fucking people up just walking down the street. Either that or you to pull it up with the stick and let that's them in. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, man, 
Like, I ain't talking no more girls. I ain't talking. I ain't walking up on no cars. That's some poor ass shit. They done tried to pull off, catch a whole murder case over a phone. Galaxy. Not even an iPhone, yo. But think of how bummy these bitches was after just stop and be like, all right, all right, nigga on the car still. All right, all right, just stop. Let's figure out. No, I'm not thinking, let's murder this guy with his phone. Are you fucking serious? Right, man. How bummy are you? Like, goons are not. They clothes and shit. They was wearing K Swiss. You know they was in all it was all around. Little disgusting ass hoodie rats. Listen to my cousins, man. That's what we get for being on some thirsty shit. How long ago was that? That shit was probably like five years ago. Yeah, because I I was uh, about to have my first son. That was another thing that fucked me up. Like, I'm getting drugged by a car. I fall off the car and shit. Like, I'll say about four or five days later, my son born. So if I would have, you motherfuckers would have killed me. I wouldn't even. Oh, I wouldn't even test. Yeah, you feel me? That's super crazy. Crazy. Yeah, that shit. And crazy. then that, the fucked up part is you still have been able to watch because it's like from the other side. I feel like people still able to watch you grow and X, Y, and Z. But they, you know, it's like it gotta hurt as a father. Yeah, like, yeah. damn, I ain't got no part in. You uh, ever made mm-hmm. music about it? About that incident? Nah, it's just more so like in my songs. I be saying like. I gotta stay on my toes at all times. Mm-hmm. Like from now on, I can't. I can't slip. Like I got too much shit going on. Like I got a family to take care of. You know what I'm saying? Like I just ain't got time to be out here slipping. Mm-hmm. And I be extra paranoid. Like I can't hang out with people that I don't feel like that's aware. Yeah. Cause like I, I, I had a couple homeboys up here that just be kind of lackadaisical. That's some stupid shit happens. Yeah, you know yeah. Like they got they carefree. <laughs> like we driving a BMW over here, nigga. You just kind of like. Carefree, just not knowing what's going on. Yeah. You ain't worried about shit. I mean, I can after a while I can't even be around because I gotta protect myself. And I hate for it to go somewhere and you the driver and you don't know what the fuck going on. Yeah. Cause ain't nothing ever happened to you like No man, it's all cool, it's all cool. It's, yeah. I, I got it. No, you don't got it. Man. Don't know what's going on. <laughs> Listen, yeah, yeah, you, you lose cause ain't nobody ever told you to type yeah, it up. Like, like, nigga, we two blocks from the Brewsters. Lock up, dude. Shut yourself up, brother. Come on, let's get it right. <laughs> Think of being down the street from the prison. I'm trying to think of home for dinner like, tonight. Y'all, y'all kids, they tell, they tell you tighten up on the day. Like, pay attention. <laughs> Shit can get real. That quick, you pay attention. Just stay at home. That's why I stay at home. Y'all just dangling like, shit sweet. Moment you think shit's sweet, that's when some shit gonna pop off. It's one thing I'm always curious. I like that though, I ain't gonna lie. For sure, be like, what the fuck is y'all talking about? Nigga, we going. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, be like, oh, that shit, it ain't even gonna be like that for real. Nigga, let's go. We in that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Shit popping off every time. Every time. Fuck the party. (laughs) Y'all was right. Hey man, bring them over. You know what? That one time. Every time. I can't remember if it was an after party or what the hell. Remember that skating ring party? That lead through? When and that shit happened? Got, and when that shit, she, I almost got shot at. You was there. there? I was there and I almost got shot. At the skating ring. At the skating ring. They were having a great time. That's one of the times that I listened. Was you in the skate? Yeah. That was one of the times I was enjoying yourself. Yeah. And I and I was just like, that shit crazy. Like you really can't go no fucking where. Like nope. the skating ring. I was supposed to be there, and niggas was telling me like, bro, they put me on some bullshit. That's the one they time was on I was listening. <laughs> I was like, fuck it, <laughs> 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 I'm slow. 
There's an art park in Detroit. So he's like, well, we're all going to go to art park. I was like, no, somebody's not going to have a gun there. <laughs> and he's like, no, Anywhere where there's no security, no gloves. He said, like, somebody like, had nah. a gun there. You'll never believe it. I'm like, yeah, I, I, do, I, I do believe, I believe it. it. I said that. I definitely believe it. I'm going to get shot in the park. Come on. It's not fun. Getting shot is not fun. Yeah. That's the thing you always hear, it, but to actually have like been through it all the way, like Who you have been done to a party, like, bruh. Yeah, you got. I got <laughs> <whole thing. laughs> it's even more real. I've never understood that. Um, yeah, but then you would think though, like the people that, like the people I'm talking about, like, these my friends. So like when the shit happened, I'm in. I ain't gonna say bed or something. I wasn't at the hospital, but like mm-hmm. I'm at the crib, goddamn feet bandaged up, all this other shit. They come mm-hmm. to see me, but afterwards it's like, bro, you want to go to Greek Town? No, nigga, like <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not leaving the house. I know them bitches be at Greek Town. I'm driving off all of them. Everybody look crazy. I'm, yeah. I'm going to the Taco Bell down the street just with the pistol for no reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. but again, I don't want to be one of the people either that just feel like I gotta move around like that. Because again, I, like I said, I got too much to lose. So it's like, that'll be tricking me off the street. We get pulled over, I got a gun on me. Bitch, I ain't got no license to it. I ain't got no CDL, whatever. Oh. So again, that's a whole nother trick. Why not just go somewhere I know that I ain't got to worry about that shit? Yeah. Niggas mm-hmm. be having too much pride to just think like that. Yeah, fuck that. I ain't got time to go home. I ain't got time to be people. proud. Nigga, you hang by yourself. <laughs> you out the way. Be a proactive instead of reactive. We're safe, home is safe. <laughs> For real. But you know, that's that's like the status quo though. Everybody always want to praise the reaction. The pro action is almost looked at as like, oh, them niggas starved. They wasn't going to come around and none of the X, Y, and Z. No. Literally, I niggas got shot you. yesterday. I'm not pulling up today? What no. you mean? I'm not soft. I, uh, I like to live. Yeah. <laughs> I like to be alive. No, I'm going to die. Unshot. Unshot. She really be like that, though, G. Niggas in Pontiac, they had a stop the violence rally, bro. And somebody had a gun there? Bro, a nigga got killed like an hour after that bitch in the same spot, bro. Really? Mike. Oh. Right there where they just was marching at. That's wild. Oh, my God. I didn't know that happened like That's like the hottest place in hell for that person. Like, for real. Like, because what? How you this mad, bro? You mad they want to stop the violence? You done shot a nigga right where they just was marching, talking about stopping the violence. Like, they done done damn near melted your soul over that type shit. Like, bro, did you not understand the whole point of the rally? Like, Newman's always been janky, though, since I've been alive. Oh, it was in the Newman's? Should be like that. Niggas gotta stay out the way. Stay That's away from that janky shit. Yeah, I mean, but some yeah. shit you can't get away from. Janky shit just comes up on you, bro. Yeah, some some yeah. shit you can't. Sometimes they bring janky step shit right to the front door. That's why I be trying to watch the way I move though. Like, uh, it just like I found out too that Detroit is small or Michigan is pretty much small. Yeah, Every world, world. Yeah, and it's like here. Like I was telling, uh, I was on another podcast and I was telling like here is more segregated, and I wouldn't think it would be like that. Like I said, I'm from the south. Everybody think of the South and you think segregation, you think of that type of shit. That's here, more chill down there. Yeah, here it's like, you can't go to Dearborn because you know who all over there. You can't go to Southwest, you know, that's Mexican town. Like, you go past 8 Mile, you know you're in trouble. Like, somebody gonna pull you over. Mm-hmm. Like, so everything's segregated, so shit, you can be walk, running away from another problem like in your hood and fall into some other shit over here. You know what I'm saying? So, well, that's all it is. Yeah, I just be trying to move different. Like, like I said, y'all see me now, I move, I move with my family and just try to stay positive. 
not cross people and shit. Like I'm probably when I walk in the room, I try to be the most respectful person possible. Cause it ain't about being a pussy or it's not about being a hoe. It's about being a man. And like you give respect to get respect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How old are you? Twenty six. Okay. Jeez. Usually niggas be like. 21. <laughs> 22. <laughs> 22. <laughs> you just be old as hell at the table. You ain't far enough. Man. You don't be liking to hear that though every day. Like, you, you pop up. Well, young 18. Fam. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt for a minute. He's been all these babies in here. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. All these 10 year gaps. That would be having it. I mean, what we'd be having is because you guys are talking about. This shit definitely better. Because <laughs> you can have a talk. Yeah, you know, that's conversation. So what inspired you to do music? Like I said, I always was into music and like, it was basically part of my background. Like my, my parents, well, I say my mom and my stepdad, they, they pastors. So like, they had a rule in their house, everybody that stay in my house got to go to church. And you're going to be active in the church. So like, I ain't no choir type person. So it was like, I had to do something. So I, I would always be in trouble because like, I'm you put me in the choir and I'm standing up there with my arms folded. <laughs> you made me try to be an usher, they trying to tell me what to do. I'm like, that's yeah. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like they, they made like a little rap church group or whatever, and they made me be in it. They wrote me some lines or whatever, and like from there I had fell in love with just the music part of it. But I didn't want to be doing that, so I still fell back from the shit. And I ain't tell nobody want to make music. I went to college, and like um, my friends had iPhones. Like you know, you get this iPhone, the next one come out, you get another one. Mm -hmm. All the apps and shit still on that one. So I ain't had no iPhone. We bad service. I'm in the middle of Cochrane, Georgia, and shit, two hours away from everything. I'm like, these dudes go home for I think it was Labor Day or some shit. They go home. I gotta stay at school because I ain't had no car. I take their phone to my room. I got a fucking T Pain iPhone. Bored as hell. I just make songs all day. Every beat on that motherfucker just made songs. They come back. I get on their phone, and I ain't think nothing else about it. Forgot all about this shit. I go to their room the next day. They bumping this shit. Bro, this shit hard. So from there, I'm like, I still ain't say nothing. I moved back to Atlanta after I got kicked out of college. Underage drinking. My mom wasn't having this shit. Like, I went back, but I still was on some college shit. Like, pulling up to every party. Trying to sell weed at college campuses and shit. So mom kicked me out. I went to go stay with a friend who knew somebody named Savior. It was a wild-ass name to play a part in the story. But <laughs> dog name was Savior. He had all studio equipment. One day I came home, I was working at a McDonald's. I came home, they had set the shit up in my room, like, bro, you gonna rap? Like, that's what my home, my homeboy Sebastian, like, bro, you gonna rap? We freestyling shit all the time, you can do this shit. Like, bro, how the fuck you gonna make me rap? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I was about to do this shit, so he set it up. I started fucking around with recording. And ever since then, I ain't looked back. But can we, can we pause real quick? <laughs> I went to the bathroom the first time, that was just Trying to like put it in the box, but like that's that's more like a Detroit type thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I might do one out of the hell of it, but I ain't never, I ain't even think about it. I just been watching them shits and enjoying them. Like, mm-hmm. I seen some funny ass ones. I did one to have fun with it. Yeah. I seen some whack ass ones too. I'm like, you telling you niggas y'all right. Bro, it was something I couldn't listen to. And it was like the, from the first bar, they like, I've been in camp. All right, all right, all right, that's it. <laughs> hey, my, my favorite one so far is man, uh, I don't know if y'all listen to her. She go by MT. I ain't hear it. Uh-huh. Seen it. Yeah, her shit was straight. Vezo posted it. Yeah, I, I think he did, but I, I just follow her. She be doing some dope shit. She uh, she always be with a girl that made Dream Rich, the clothing line. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. shout her out. So, so yeah, and tap into her shit. Yeah. What's her yeah. Instagram? Shit, I think it's uh, Tasha. Like I said, she be with Dream Rich. You just with Dream Rich. <laughs> she got she got a song called Friday. That's what put me hip to it. Tap into the shop. Yeah, definitely come. Mm-hmm. Tell her to come through. Like, how did she see this? I'm pretty sure she'll fall through this motherfucker. Yeah. Oh. You pushing any singles or anything right now? Uh, right now, I'm just pushing the mixtape Runt. Um, uh, that was my first project that I like, put on every platform. Uh, right now, I'm working on my second mixtape, which is damn near done. But other than that, I'm just pushing pushing the Runt. Like I said, for everybody to just get aware to what's coming. And like I said, this is a different sound. Like I said, I try to stay in my lane. When I say my lane, I ain't just talking about like, reality rap. Because it's, it's some good uh, R&B type music on there as well. Like, like that type of shit, but... When I say stay in my lane, it's like, I know that my sound is more like a Atlanta sound, more melodic sound, so I try not to, like, try to step on nobody else's toes. Try to, like, I see we collab, like, and yeah, but, like I said, I listen to the Vezo things, like, yeah, that ain't for me. Yeah. Do you have features on your mixtape? Yeah, I got features on this first, on the first mixtape that I got up, just with a couple friends that I already had new, like, guys I already had been working with. Oh, okay. But on this next project, I got, a, I got two features. So far, but it's the same person, Samuel Shabazz. Shout out to Sam too. When he comes, y'all, y'all gotta chop up with him. Uh, he's from yeah, around here. It's Babyface cousin. Yeah, he's he from around here. Uh, he got his last project was called Free Kwame with Oba Rollins. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. here. You, uh, mm-hmm. I think you got me hip to him when Oba was here. Weren't y'all talking about him? Yeah, I had one to go listen to him after that. Yeah, shout out to Sam. Yeah, yeah, he got a smooth flow. Yeah, That's one tell yo, dude is so ill, like. Alright, so my first interview that I did, it wasn't my first one, but it was like my first video interview. They was asking me what I was listening to. And I could have easily lied, been like one of them niggas that do like, I'm only listening to old shit, or I only listen to myself because I'm the best rapper. (laughs) Nah, I I kept it 100 and was like, shit, right now, the shit, me and my girls around to over here, Samuel Shabazz, we probably listen to some Roddy Rich, some shit like that. So after Dog seen it, he liked it. I was like, basically, like, who the fuck is this? So after that, we, we linked up through Instagram. So right now, he in the A. Me and, me and my girl went to the A for my little sister graduation. And I hit him up. Like, hey, I'm in the city. What's good? He said, shit, you got somewhere to record? Yeah, you can pull up on me. Bring that. Bring. He's like, yeah, I bring my whole, all my equipment. Wherever you at? So we cook up in the middle of my sister's living room. Yeah. And that's dope. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To me, I told him, like, that's was, real, though, musically. I yeah. found a dog drove yeah. an hour. With, his, with all his studio equipment to my sister's crib, it's crazy. I asked him, like, first thing I asked him is on some regular, like I said, some Detroit type shit. How the fuck was it to work with Ova? Because like, I've been listening to Ova since, like, around when Dage came out. But I ain't never really had, like I said, I wouldn't put no music out. So I, if I ever seen him out, I, I was never going to walk up on him, like, bro, what's up, bro? How you doing? Like, yeah. So I ain't never said nothing. But after I asked him, now he called him on the phone. Like, somebody here asking how it is to work with you, Ova. Funny ass dude, what's yeah, that cool, yeah. So from there, I'm like, oh yeah, this this is a vibe. You know what I'm saying? And they 
he ain't, like I said, he ain't charged me for it or nothing. He just pulled up, worked with me. Like, we yeah, def- we definitely got a banger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely got a banger. That's dope. Like I said, after we off here, I'll let y'all hear some of the new shit. Like I said, it's almost done. You just got to knock it out. But... Why don't you play something on air? I, I, I can't play the new shit. <laughs> you talking too many people be mad at me. I can't just knock it out. I can't play the new shit. Play something. Like, say if... <clears throat> Somebody major walked in and was like, give me something undeniable. Something that you already got released. Oh, for sure. We could do that. Man. That's buddy, motherfuckers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was really okay. talking about the runt dog out of the pack. Cause like, 
out of all my friends, all my family, mm-hmm. I, was, I was always the little one that, like, you know what I'm saying, nobody probably paid no attention to. I just say shit like, I'm gonna go to the NBA, everybody, nigga, you gonna be five or seven, bro, relax. <laughs> you <laughs> play, you play school sports growing up? Nah, bro, I, like I said, my by that time, my confidence so shot, I ain't even trying nothing. But I was the nigga that would skip class, go to my friend's PE class while the, uh, the school Hoopers at, like, they play for the team, they all have the same gym class. I go in there and bust their ass. I just would never try it. So everybody knew me from hooping. Good. Like going through the, like we used to have a thing called run and shoot. Like and one players used to come there and play all that shit there. Like I would play up there. I'd be busting everybody else. So everybody just knew me as Lil Rod from the neighborhood. Just busting everybody else. But I ain't never tried for no team. I just really ain't want to be at school and shit. <laughs> like I was thinking in the hallway flaming everybody. You know there's going to be times at more schools too. On top of more school if you would have been a hooper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta go. It would have been locked in, that shit. I mean, but like I said, I was known just through the, like at the time, like when you growing up and it's all you know, you ain't really worried about outside shit. Like, as long as I'm known in Clayton County, which is the south side of Atlanta, I was fine with that. Like, we going to different neighborhoods, sneaking, like, niggas' mom's looking for them, we gone for <laughs> hours until it's dark, riding bikes across to the other side of town just to play basketball. Like, I wasn't worried about school. I ain't go out to I ain't really worried about school to the eleventh grade. And my mom told me, you gotta make a decision, either you gonna go to the army or you gonna have to try college or fuck. <laughs> but I mean at, at, looking back at it, she had the right mind state because then later on, school ain't work out and I moved back up here with my dad and ended up falling into the shit she didn't want me to fall back into anyway. Mm-hmm. Like the whole reason why we left, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I ended up getting in trouble anyway and now I get it. Like cause in real on some real shit. For a young black man, you're going to go to the army, you're going to go to school, or you're going to end up going to some type of jail. For real. That's crazy. It's fucked up. It's fucked so up. So do you, like, looking back on it, you wish you would have went into the army to not get in trouble, or you would have no regrets with it? Like, fuck it. I mean, at this point, I ain't got no regrets, because, like, everything led me to this moment. Everything led me to, like, me finding my purpose, which I feel like is going to be music. For now, which I'm using for a stepping stone to get into other things, where I feel like it's gonna be way more powerful. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I believe I believe in uh, people having a purpose. I believe in like people being influencers, and I believe that shit is more powerful than anything I could have did in the army mm-hmm. or with a damn degree. Like I probably would have went into the army and never even explored making making music. I was just about to say, do you think if you would have went to the army, music would have been something? No, I probably went to the army. Probably got out and became a pastor. So, just you just think to, so? Yeah, like I always knew, like far as speaking or public speaking, mm-hmm. it was gonna end up being something to do with that. Mm-hmm. But like, like I said, I was so sh- I ain't gonna say shy. I was I was shy about my music shit. Like I, Eric Badu say, uh, I'm sensitive about my shit. So mm-hmm. I ain't never wanted to like tell nobody like I make music to somebody to shoot my shit down. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I mean, fortunately, everybody I ever played my music for was like they fuck with it. Yeah. But of course, you have people later on like I don't fuck with that shit. Whatever. At this point, it don't even matter. Like, cause the shit I just played, y'all believe it or not, that shit is like almost two years old. And I just put it out in February, and it's still like relevant. Like the sound mm-hmm. is relevant and all that. So I know the shit that I put out next. Now I kind of got the vibe of like how everybody feel about my music. Confidence is up, so yeah, it's only gonna go up from here. Yeah. Yeah, I ain't what do you think? That, I probably went to the army. I probably would have been <laughs> pastors. 
Is that, well, being a pastor, why do you think you would have been a pastor, though, if you didn't even really like being in the church? Because that's the only positive people that I knew. Like, we moved moved from here, and this is all my family, and we moved to Atlanta. I'm talking about my mom and dad were born in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So when we moved to Atlanta, we ain't know nobody. So then, like, the people in my neighborhood, the people that we went to church with, seeing that we only went from home to church, these are the only people that I know. And so, like, the only positive males that I knew was in church. Mm. And to me, that equated with with success, them being positive, them being in the church. They all had successful paths outside of the church as well. So, again, I probably would have just led to me doing something like that. Mm. Interesting. That is interesting. Oh, I see. That makes sense, too. I'm not a pastor, <laughs> right. but I'm so not a pastor. Mm-hmm. So they get you. I almost feel the same way. Like, after a while, I feel like positive influences just going to probably lead me back some way, somehow, to religion. And yeah. like, like now, Come like, back to the church, my good son. Like, even what I do now, like, I always got some type of element of, like, what I learned in the church because mm-hmm. I feel like too like enough dudes gonna be out here speaking that like now like my, my main thing like when I dropped lunch my main thing was pray girl eat and the reason I said that when I went through my, my uh, situation of like going to jail for decent of time that's the only thing that you got in that motherfucker like you wake up in the morning pray when I say ground of course you can't go to work in there but it was working out to make the time go by yeah. and of course you gotta eat if you don't eat you and that bitch feeling weak sick, depressed about whatever else you want to think about. So then, when you get out in the regular world, you keep the same routine. It's just now you pray, go to work, and you're going to eat, money-wise or food, you know what I'm saying? Like, but now, what I'm what, on this next project, my, uh, I would say my, my slogan would be speak speak this into existence. Mm-hmm. And like, that's something my mom always taught me. Like, that's, my mom wrote, like I said, she was a pastor, she ended up writing books. Her main books was about speaking things into existence. And I just play right back into my way. So I'm a firm believer in that. I just spoke a lot of shit into existence. Yeah. yeah. For real. Yeah. I never thought I'd have a platform. Would yeah. never be like the nigga, the go-to nigga in my city for nothing. Mm-hmm. But I am that. Juice. <laughs> no, like yeah. I talked about that shit as a young nigga. But then I wasn't knowing how I was going to attain it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't knowing... What type where I need to be working at to make this shit happen? But I just was doing shit, just following shit that I like doing. With yeah. the music, like you saying, shit taking pictures, doing videos, and then I ended up with everything that I always wanted. That you needed, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, like for me, I always said like this is what I was gonna do. First, I was gonna do podcasting. Like uh, I had planned out, I had met with uh, Randy Rosier, uh, Rosier, I don't want to mess her mm-hmm. name, but Randy from Osario. Rosario, Rosario, yeah. Shout out to her, cause she be, she still be on my ass. Like I went and met with her, she like, what the fuck is you waiting for? She heard this song, she heard, she heard some of the tape. Like what the fuck is you waiting for? You gonna wait and not gonna do nothing with this? Yeah, she a beast. Yeah, so like even now I hit her up. I forgot what we was talking about, but she kind of still put her foot in my ass. Like, you still waiting on people? <laughs> no, I'm working on my second project. I've been working. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing interviews. All right, bet. I'm just making sure. So, like, I appreciate that type of shit because, like I said, I ain't going to say I'm a procrastinator, but the environment that I was in wasn't conducive for somebody with a, with a dream or somebody that mm-hmm. you ain't never seen nobody do this. And people don't know how big that is. Yeah. So I'm trying to get somewhere, having the environment and resources yeah. to make that shit happen. People feel like 
Everybody got the same 24 hours. We do, but nigga. Everybody ain't got the same 24 hours. My 24 hours shit time you 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I can go you get in there. You're over here wondering how you can get a laptop charger. Exactly. <laughs> Especially if it's different. You done woke up and you done spent the first four hours of your day trying to get a dime back. Bro, I done went shit. I'm editing pictures. I'm making beats. I'm editing videos. Like, I might go to work later. I, I get the point of saying it, but it's really not that accurate. Yeah, not, like, I understand like, what they mean. That's, by like, it, that's like what I say when I'm being an asshole to somebody. Like, you're all obviously 24 hours, dude. That's lazy. That's lazy. Or like yeah. that's bugging you about some shit that they want you to do for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, bro, I'm not coming to pick you up and take you to work, nigga. We got the same 24 hours. You should have called somebody last night and planned this shit out. Exactly. Like, like that last minute shit. Yeah, is out. Um, yeah. That's like now I tell people like uh, my first like of course when we first wake up everybody I think got the same motion. I'm grabbing. Facts. At this point, yeah. <laughs> so now my thing is I know I'm gonna grab my phone. I know I'm gonna go to Instagram. My thing is I try to send at least 10 DMs trying to go towards my goal to what I'm trying to do. So like I said, uh, you were you were on my radar from the um, overrolling interview thing. I seen you guys network and stuff. So like I've been meaning to reach out to y'all. So again, y'all was in the, I always write down a list of people that I'm going to reach out to these people. And then like I said, in the morning, I just pick my phone up, send 10 DMs. People might respond, they might not. I would have never. This is something I would have never did in the past. Mm-hmm. I think everybody would be like, what the fuck this nigga want? I don't know you. Now I'm just like, fuck it, we're gonna see. You still got people with that janky ass attitude, but for the most part, everybody looking at social media like, we don't know who we gonna meet off of this shit. So people gotta be open. Yeah, some people be like, I hate when people are like, "Uh, what do you do? My whole Instagram is based off me making music, but you can go look at. Or me doing podcasts. My family like, asked me that. I said, well, what, what do you do? Open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't even want to talk what about that. What do I do? Fa- families be like, Questions like they don't be knowing what the fuck is going on. They don't be knowing what the fuck is going on. Yeah, they they Every know time. what's going on into his podcast. That's what people ask. That's a question people ask you when you're crushing it and then wonder how you're crushing it. Mm-hmm. But what do you do? Don't worry about it. Highly upset. Yeah. I have to go to work and I have to pay like I smoke 51s. You know what I'm saying? Come on, you want my bees? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that type of shit, like I said, that 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 was the things that was holding me back in the past. Of like, you be around these people all the time and tell them the stuff you want to do, or you start doing something and they don't want to support it. Like, oh, sure. like the it's thing that, stopping. yeah, like the thing that fueled my uh, my project. Like how I was able to do things financially was off with a hoodie that I'm wearing on the cover. And like I always told people I wanted to sell merch. I wanted to make t-shirts or hoodies or whatever. And like everybody's like, what well, make your shit special? Or I made a t-shirt, gave it to my dad. My dad just kind of like folded that bitch up and put it in a, uh, in a drawer. Uh, so like I know how dope the shit was because mm-hmm. I'm wearing it because it's mine. Right. I'll go back to Atlanta with my t-shirt on and my sister's is fighting over the shit. And my sisters is always like, I got an older sister and a younger sister, so I'm in the middle. And then you, everybody know if you're the middle child or you're the only boy, they always trying to like low key play you, like you lame. Like, it's more every day. Yeah, it's just a, but it's a sibling, you. It's like a sibling robbery. Yeah. So for them to be like, oh no, this shit hard, <laughs> and they steal it out my bag, and then like I see them online, like I Facetime them, and they wearing it, and then like they fighting over each other. What happened to my shirt? Like, they talking to each other. What happened to my shirt? Like so, I'm like, oh, hold on, this shit. I might be on to something. But again, I still ain't had the confidence to like put it all the way up or I ain't even try to research how to make more shirts. 
So this time, I just hit my mom. My mom got her own business as far as uh, her side business of making t-shirts and stuff. So I just told her, like, uh, I want to make a hoodie. I want to use it on my cover. I want to sell it. Made one. And everybody was like, I want one. So I started selling them. That shit gave me enough money to make my project and finish it up. That's a dope. That is dope. I kind of did some shit like that, but I fucked it up. It wasn't because I ain't had no confidence. It's because I sold out of everything and didn't re up. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> what? It's business, business 101. Many people are doing really great. Right. They're like, oh, yeah, it stopped because I fucked my money up and just didn't re up. I'm like, I was busy with you. You got there. That's crazy. Bro, I used to buy for You did the hard part. <laughs> Bro, right, the hard part is the hard part. That's you crazy. He said he got you the bathroom again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just add it around there, you're fine. Yeah, I ain't been drinking no fucking order. Nigga, I had, I had ordered like 400 wristbands. They was like, uh, yeah, I got wristbands with the website on the back, sold them for $3. So all of them except for like 15 of them bitches. And then re up. up. I had t shirts. They was like direct to garment boys. I don't know if I should fuck with your business stuff now, man. I'm like rethinking Nigga, I was, nigga, I was fucking 19. Ten years ago. Oh, so you could have been going super oh, hard in the paint. That was ten years ago? Ten That's years crazy. ago, bro. I'm already 29 in October. That's crazy. Nigga. October what? Oh, birthday. October 23rd. Oh. I'll be talking about this shit all the time. Like, we is the dumbest niggas ever. I used to do that shit too, though. We do really good to just fuck up for no reason. <laughs> fuck up on oh, my job. Duh. <laughs> Every time I be talking to these niggas, because niggas be still, like, now I do shit by myself. And the same niggas who I was with back then doing that shit, fucking up, we splitting the pros and then not renting up shit. They be seeing me now, like, let's work. I be like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> hell no. You don't get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny you said that, though, because, like, my, my wife now be having to catch me. Like, because I, I have friends I was making music and stuff with in the past. And now it's like they see me doing shit on my own and be like, You're doing well, man. Let me fuck that work. up for you. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that's and of course, like, they, they still my man, so you don't want to be like, You don't want to be like, No, we have to learn to say Or you don't want to say, All right, I'll do it, but I got to charge you. Yeah. It's hard to tell people, like, I got shit to lose now. Yeah. Like, I mean, it shouldn't be hard, yeah, but it's this like, is you, This is a business. We're not children anymore, man. Like, we're not fucking kids. That shit yeah, hard. I ain't taking care of business while you're gone. It is. That fish, yo, man's like that. You be like, damn. No, I hate it. I'll stick it. I mean, if it's like you and Alex and shit, that's different, but you guys don't fuck up. If you, Once you fuck up, all right, dude. Now, now, you have to, now you have the rules just like everybody else. Yeah. It's like, well, well people, people don't be fucked up on that shit. Like, <laughs> you, you shit the bet hard. Yeah, people don't be fucked up on that shit. Like, at this point, for me, it's definitely a business thing. Like, I'm I'm going to a studio. I'm not recording at my crib. Yeah, it's so like, like it's definitely it's costing you money. This other people yeah, are so you should at least pay me for the studio time. Like, well, yeah. well, especially if it's like if it's other people. If it's not just you, like say we're boys, and it's like you have a a conglomerate. If it's costing other people money for you to hook me up, it's not really worth your time. Yeah. At that rate, it's like bro, it's just costing other people that are not me who yeah. don't give a fuck about who you are. It's their money. Yeah. At that rate, my hands are tight. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. Doesn't matter how much you're not going to fuck up for me. Yeah. I can't, yeah. Then it's like, and it's like, I feel like I'm, I'm so early in the game. It's like, you can't fuck up. You, I can't, you don't want to bend up. over backwards. If yeah, I don't want to go backwards and like make shit that we're not putting out or like be using 
I mean, this is just regular That's up a big and coming one rap too. shit. Just like, wasting, like, wasting, and all like you getting YouTube beats and shit, and you never pay that dude. So y'all put the music up, so I can snatch y'all shit down. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't want to go backwards. You gotta I'll, do it the right way. Take yeah. time, do it the right way. I'd rather, mm-hmm. I'd rather hemorrhage a little bit of money in the meantime. Take some time, do it the right way, rather than being like, oh, I rushed to do it now. We're fucked. We can't do it all. Yeah, I got so many wasted verses from shit like that. And it's like, let's go to the booth. Yeah, now they just sitting on the tracks for years and years. Me and these same niggas would be sick. Like, say if I drop an EP tomorrow, verses on the EP. Damn, who the you? Yeah. Nigga, you ain't even put the song on. Where you always get you like, <laughs> save me a spot on your tape. Where it's like, nigga, I've been trying to put out music for the longest. And like, some people I've been around, they done put shit out. It's like, nigga, you ain't even save me a spot on yeah. your tape. Or it's like, you ain't even tell me you to drop the shit. But again, I don't know if it just be like ego. I don't know if it be intimidation. Or like, but why do people expect what they not willing to do? Like yeah, selfish. like because it's selfish. It's, 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 it's the attention aspect. Mm-hmm. Why you put out a whole mixtape EP <laughs> and then ask me to be on it, but now you bugging me to be on my shit? Right, it's, it's, more it's, more okay. right. yeah, okay. it's, it's more, it's more of an attention type. Like, if they think I got something going, like I said, like. These, these close people. Because they want it for their own are people that know what's going on in my everyday type life. So, you know, I literally seen the story, like I said. See me shout out Sam on the uh, interview. Then you heard I got a song with Sam. And I was talking to with Oprah. So then it's like, oh, shit. I call them white catchers, not even white ride. They like trying to see where they can jump in that bitch. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's the no, okay. that's the cocktail, folks. Yeah, yeah. that's the way. Ain't on the other shit. They must say never watch a surfing channel. You can't just jump on the wave like that. You gonna brush it? No. You gotta, you gotta yeah. be there when that bitch was just a tide. You had to swim in with yeah, one shit going on, shit man. going on. But then, like I said, it be those people that was around with one shit going on and was helping you not have shit going on. Yeah. Like so, then you Definitely. try to swoop back in. Like. He was just kicking my surfboard from up under me, But again, I don't even want to be that nigga either. Like I said, it might took me to bust a move to inspire them to bust a move. So I don't even want to be that person. I, like I said, everybody that I work that I've been working with before I ever put something on major platforms, they own my project. Mm-hmm. So I still gave you a shot. But what are you? What are you doing after that? Because I don't want to waste. I don't, like, alright, if you my man, say me and you cool for any of this shit, we make music together, alright, my shit start popping just because of me putting the work in, and then we do another project, or we do another, I give you another verse, you ain't got nothing after that, like, you ain't got no projects of your own, so then everybody, only on my, only on my shit, so it's like, it's a fizzle, Waste yeah, it's a waste of a spot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Could've I could have somebody else. I could have gave it to a nigga that got his own shit going on, and he could have brought me into his yeah, world of fame. Synergy. You know what I'm saying? Cross promoting. Yeah. That's energy reciprocated. That's listen. That's how you don't understand that neither. Don't, you'd be like, bro, exactly. you gotta you, make it make sense. After you done broke that down to him, now you just fake, bro. Mm-hmm. Like an asshole. Yeah, you feel like well, you're an asshole, you bro. somebody. <laughs> oh, you better than me. I'm trying to get no, to a certain I'm, point. I'm, I'm saying that I'm trying to help you. You fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Now I just be breaking it down to people, and for for people that's watching this, and like don't have a plan. Like number just, one, get a plan. Yeah, get a plan, <laughs> or just get, get up and do it. Like. Don't wait on nobody, man. Like yeah, even just even if you're grabbing at nothing for now, it works, dude. Like I started grabbing at nothing, man. Like I just bought a bunch of equipment and then 
Yeah, we got Just start doing it. Don't let nobody like deter you from doing this shit. Like I said, I got a homeboy. I'm gonna I'm say his name verbatim on here because that's my dog. And he he cold. I'm gonna I'm eventually put some shit out with him. His name K the Ruler. He got a tape out, but it's like it's like pulling teeth to tell him like, yo, put that shit out. This shit hard. It's hard enough, bro. Put it out. He be like, no, nah. old boy told me he gonna mix it or no, nah, fuck that. Like just do it yourself. Fuck everybody else. Don't wait on it. Don't even wait on me. You definitely got, listen, you can hop on YouTube and they will definitely teach you how to get your shit right. Oh, type of shit. Most people are not even even mixing and mastering their shit at this point. Yeah. Like, I was fucked up. I forgot what song it was. I want to say it was a little Uzi song. But it was like a Billboard Top 100 song. And he was like, that that, that wasn't even mixed. Right then, I thought like you know, he was gonna put it in MP3, just rough recorded it, put it through fucking like you can just put through iMovie on the Apple yeah, computer, yeah, yeah. put it on master, master it by itself, and then you're good to go. Like, so after I see that, I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely wasting time. Mm-hmm. And you see people blow up with shit that you were just doing. Like, it's a Detroit artist. I don't know his name. This ain't no shade to him. I'm sure he ain't even know me. But in 2015, I put out a mixtape on SoundCloud called With Love. This dude put out one this year called With Love. So it's just like, a, all right, I was on the right page. It was just, I wasn't doing shit the right way. You know what I'm saying? I was going to talk to you about that, too, because I just had looked at, I was looking at your track list, and I seen, like, a more music group. Oh, okay, yeah. All right, this is funny. That's the boss right there. She's sleep. Her name is Amore. Okay. So that that's the name of just the label I'm going to create for myself, and I'm going to work up under that label. Okay. Like, but everything that we, me and my wife have been doing, it has Amore in it. Amore just means love. So, love music, you know what I'm saying? Which, with love, was my first project. Uh, I, I'm gonna drop a tape every uh, Valentine's Day, like that type of shit. Like, well, yeah, you the first person asked me about that. That's dope. So, so, would you say that's basically like that's the push and like that's the force for your brand, love? Yeah, because like my whole my whole thing is that's what I want to spread. Um, because again, when I first moved here. I, I like the music scene, but everybody was kind of snobby. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't fuck with that nigga. That nigga ain't got no buffs on. Like, like, come on, bro. Like, and they still like that. I mean, it's still like that, but now it's... That's funny you said that. <laughs> I'm like, everybody's an asshole. They're still assholes. Well, believe it or not, like, like y'all, I could have reached out to you and you'd be like, I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. I ain't never heard no music from this nigga. I ain't got... You know what I'm saying? That's how it was at first. Mm-hmm. But now I'm seeing shit changing, and, and if it's not changing, I want to be that change. Like, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. Like, you're you going to be able to see me. I'm not even from here, so... You can't hit me with the bro. You from the east side? I can't fuck with you. Not even yeah, from here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. like that—that's always been my thing. I just want to spread love and spread my message. So, and that was going to be my next question. I was going to ask: Did it start once your daughter was born, or was that like from the beginning, from the first time you hit the booth? First time I hit the booth. That's why my first project was called With Love. Yeah. Like, everything I wanted, like you know, how back in the day, your parents would whoop your ass. I'm doing this out of love. <laughs> so even if I'm on this motherfucker talking crazy, this shit is from. It's from the bottom of my heart. This is what I felt at that moment. Yeah. So, yeah, like that, that's always been my mission. It just so happened. Like, we thought that was a nice name for our daughter. So my wife picked that up. I liked it. So, it just all worked out. That should be like confirmation. You already pushing it. And yeah. then you get married. Your wife, like, let's call our daughter Amore. Yeah. That's like, that go into what you were saying about your mom and the books and speaking things. Speaking and things business, business. All that shit tied yeah. in with each other. Yeah. If you could work with somebody in the industry right now, who would it be? Every time somebody asks me this question, I'll be having a different answer. But, like, 
Or are you talking about producer or artist wise? Either or. Alright, right now I say producers are all time favorite producers for real. Yeah, or Kanye West. So it's always that's always the producer I want to work with. But like my artists always change because like I ain't gonna lie, I'm not one of them like I said, I'm not one of them dudes that's gonna sit here and lie and be like, I don't listen to nobody but my shit. Yeah. Like, but on some real shit, I would like to work with me. Like, and not just not on no project type shit, but I wanna be around for the process and see what the fuck really going on. There's other shit like the shit that me on, I wanna get on. Like the justice reform shit. Yeah. I want to learn how to invest in business. Like he just bought lids. Like I want, I need somebody to, to show me some shit like that. And it and it just comes from like I said the shit that I'm on. Like I really want to use this music and use my platform as far as going to podcast to put myself in a room with somebody like Jewel Jones. I don't know if y'all know who that is, but that's the uh, representative from Michigan. Yeah. He around our age. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I want to get in the rooms with those type of people so I can get my initiative heard. Like, I said, justice reform shit. Michigan is cool, but y'all got some fucked up laws up here. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. And it's affecting people that look like me. Like, like I said, through the songs, you'll be able to tell, like, uh, the recent thing that, that was traumatic that happened to me is me going to jail. And it probably was, I was railroaded, basically, into going to jail. Yeah. Off of a lack of finances. I don't want that to happen to the next motherfucker coming up. Yeah, that's some bullshit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I know that's kind of off topic, but yeah, I would like to work with me on some shit like that. What about female? Female? I don't know, it's so many. Because like, mm-hmm. it's like, I said, I, I got a melodic sound, so I would like to work with, like, short term go, I would like to work with somebody like Nisha Mishak. Oh, yeah. I like her. She does. Yeah, I fuck with her. I met I met her one time. We didn't even get to chop it up like that. We didn't chop it up a few times on Instagram, but like short term, like that's somebody I love to work with. She's super hard, but her homecoming challenge is ass. Oh, <laughs> oh, was oh. it? Ass. I ain't seen it. I was like, what you doing, bro? You just trying to be relevant right now. I really, I really want to. I want to work with her, but on some real shit. Like my my secret passion is like writing something. Mm-hmm. So it's like shit that I be like. Like most of my R&B shit, I wasn't going to put out. But my girl like, no, you should go ahead and put that out. That shit sound good. And a lot of people ain't formatting songs like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I really want to find a female artist to work with. But if I can like write songs for somebody, I can like somebody like that. Because like, she's like a trap R&B artist. Mm-hmm. But like on a grander scale, I'd love to work with somebody like Sizzle. Yeah, I knew you were about to say that. Yeah, Sizzle code. Or LMA. LMA is dope too. Yeah. I feel like Sizzle got... Sizzle got like a retro voice that's not really retro. Nah, she, I don't it's know. I've so many different cadences here, but, it, but it's like, it's 2019, but it's like when you hear it, it's like this. She, she got, got an old that. soul. Yeah, bro. She gave me the feeling of like a Lauryn Hill, Erica Badu type thing. Yeah, Definitely. For sure. And them always was like my favorite artist as far as females. And like, I really, I said, I got a daughter, so it's like certain stuff we, we might listen to, but like, Shit really don't get no burn. Yeah. No disrespect. My, and this might just be the girls I'm attracted to. But my wife don't be just riding around the city girls. Now, the shit come I, on, hate, I hate them. I ain't know. Nah, the shit come on like while we in the club. My girl is acting like every other female. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is, that's what the song make you do. That's cool. Yeah. But like on, on some regular basis shit. Ain't nobody playing. Ain't I mean, I'm not playing. Ain't nobody. My girl they do sure not either. I just don't. Like, I just, I can't. I don't, sometimes... Certain stuff that people talk about in their music, I just can't vibe to. And I, I don't like listening to music that I'm not related to. Yeah, like, it's, that's, just, 
Exactly. I ain't never searched to make a stallion song. Never listened to it. I hear stallion bits. She's lit. I, 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 I still haven't listened to a whole Meg album, like, but I fuck with her though. Yeah, like, at first I'm like, alright, this big old freak shit is gonna be like one hit type <laughs> shit. Like, when it's playing on the radio, this shit gonna be like one hit type shit. We go to Atlanta, we there for the weekend, we go to a club, and the joint come on with her and the baby. And I just watch the, like, that's another thing, like, I'm big on vibes. So, like, I could have been in the club right then and nobody moved, I'd be like, I knew this shit was ass. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. fact that like everybody in that bitch just turned up and this shit just came out like the weekend before, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, she owned or something. So and then like I'm 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 an artist, so I realized that like when artists first come out, this might not be what they own at that moment. So like you gotta give them a chance to develop onto mm-hmm. like their second project. I believe she's probably a great person. She got college degrees and all type of shit. Yeah. She seemed like she's smart, but she, you know, yeah. this was sales, sex sales. Right. She like shit. I can yeah. be good. But that's, at this but that's shit. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, fuck niggas. I'm that's what I'm here. saying. I, I kind of, I know that's what's going on in the industry right now, and it's been going on in the industry. But it's just like I want to see, like, I'm so on this shit. Erica Badu is sexy to me. Mm. Like Tiana Taylor, sexy to me. But it's not all about sex. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like every song ain't gotta be wild like that. And Tiana, mm-hmm. he got more talent than well, Tiana. Yeah. No, no I, I feel like all these. I ain't women, gonna lie, I don't really fuck with her music though. Come on, Tiana Taylor. Yeah. I'm talking sure. about just like everything though, like style. Music, yeah, like she like, not just like everything no, besides I mean, her looks. Yeah, like, like I fuck with her with other shit that she do, but she I just, an icon. I don't really, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. She icon. I just don't love her. Teenage preachers got turned into like some pretty iconic graphics. That was my, that was definitely my crush girl. Tiana Taylor. Yeah, yeah, sweet sixteen. She was into the for real shit. I was in the for real shit. Mm-hmm. Ever since then, I would even tell my girl like, "That's this shit keep going." The only person I might ever like wild out because I'm seeing the person is probably Tiana Taylor. <laughs> that shit might give me a tell about the career. You mind if I wild? You feel me? Yeah, no. I think like more girls need to come out with that type of shit. I mean, also they got one, it out here. It's hard to find. You got to promote it. Yeah, you got to decipher through all. Like, it's hard for a girl to, to like not. Like, for example, it's hard for a girl to get booked for shows and shit if she just wearing draw. Rap City is a perfect example. Perfect example. I ain't never seen Rap City on a flyer in Detroit. You never real probably. She's she so fucking. She's so. But she probably came with somebody else. But like, <laughs> real shit. That's how it be like. J. Cole coming to town, Rap City opening for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna they I don't know why, but it'll never be like somebody a booker for a club appearance or like you know what I'm saying? Like and real on some real shit. The tickets for like a J. Cole concert and that shit be outrageous. So we ain't gonna never really get to see them. But like I really I really think more artists can really they, they might not know it, but you can still blow it. It's a lane for everything. Mm-hmm. It's a lane for every fucking thing. It's a little Caucasian rapper named Matty Matt Maddox. I know him. He got a song with my nigga Evan. Who would have thought Dog would have blew a, a video with his fidget spinners? What? Yeah, like the video is probably like 300 million views in. Like, mm-hmm. I be playing shit at the crib, my girl's like, turn this shit off. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I like, I said, I like to see people come up. Somebody he get into it. I got his own mad. wave, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I fuck with that. That's crazy. I don't know how to feel about Matty Ox. To me, I feel like he being himself, though. Yeah, like, know. if you listen to his song, it's not like he trying to shoot nobody. This nigga is in the video playing with fidget spinners. Like, <laughs> that's him. So I gotta fuck with it. Like, I can't never shun another man's hustle. Because I wouldn't want him to do that shit to me. So, 
Like I say, I, I, fuck, I fuck with that type of shit, but that's not nothing I'm just doing the regular faces. It ain't in the rotation. No, definitely. It ain't even on my outfit. It ain't on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to get on my girl nerves. Like, uh, Alexa, play Meta. Little Nas X. Like, I told my girl, like, this is the next song to blow up. Like, I, that's nothing. Like, somewhere down the line, I want to be an A&R in some way. Because I got an ear for music. So when I first heard the song, it was, I don't know how long ago it was, but, like, it was before it's top ten and all that other shit. I just know that Young Thug created this sound that sounds like some country shit. Um, um, Thug a Beautiful Girl, whatever that shit called. I heard that shit. So I thought, Thug a Girl. Yeah, so I knew the next person that come out rapping with this country style flow is gonna blow up. So when I heard this kid doing it, I sent it straight to my girl. Man, this shit gonna be the next thing, watch. And he just blew up. But like, as far as going to listen to all this new music, he I never heard another song good. He, he, he about to had a whole, like, he about to have a game sold up. His For record sure. is about to be the most played at number one on the top 100 charts, like, ever. If it go for one more week. It's going to go for another week because he just put out another remix. Also, that, young he, also that means all those words you just young said. Young Thug is on the remix? Yeah, Young Thug is on oh, the remix. Oh, it's all real. Yeah, it's, it's, it's done. He got the record then. Everything you just said is basically just made up, though. The title, you said the most time on the top 100. Yeah, somebody just It's just all radio bullshit. It's all fake garbage. But really, <laughs> and all that is propaganda just off the strength. It is. It's just, just to get you, oh, well, this, this. Just, just so we make a new record. Because mm-hmm. once you put all the hype on it, oh my God, it's approaching the record. That just takes some more records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just like they, the way that they sold it in the first place was saying that he was kicked off with a country charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I see that. Make yeah. animosity around it. Create a problem. Yeah, that's, that's all in the, like the yeah. 20, yeah. Fridays, I'm sure I forgot the name of it. It's a book right. about the tw- right. 28 laws of branding. And that's in there, like moving around in chaos. Chaos is a form of branding. So. Oh, so mm-hmm. That's why, like, most artists that go to jail, all they shit spikes and go through the roof. Mm-hmm. Every time, why can't think of another nigga who went to jail? They fell over. Uh, Even R. Kelly, bro, like, this nigga got child molestation charges. Still making money. His streaming money. Went, oh, really went up. Back in the day. His streaming went up. His fans are fighting back. Yeah. But it's, it, I don't even think it was necessarily that, though. I think his streaming went up because. When you watch the documentary or what they was talking about, they say like in his music, this is what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. People played it to hear what he was saying to yeah. make it make sense. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't. I don't oh, say that it wasn't. And, but and I think part of it was by making that documentary. Mm-hmm. Not to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, but what they don't realize from making that documentary is like, I'm 26. Oh. You got kids younger than me that don't know shit about R. Kelly. Yeah, y'all got him here. And now the number one watched documentary is R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is R. Kelly? Let me go find out. And then they're gonna right. they got R. all Kelly. these fucking things to listen to, and they like, oh, this nigga ain't that bad. You feel me? They're like, I can't be mad at this. Remix to ignition. We grew up on this shit. You just corrupted them. The shit was hard. Especially that. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. That's still one of the hardest. You know what I'm saying? They said that nigga dropped the remix before the original. That's what I'm saying. So like, it's all it all be propaganda, man. That's just like everybody that was like making music off the Nipsey Hustle thing, man. Like, I feel it. Like I said, I got I got the shit tatted on me. Marathon continues. So of course I was affected about about the shit. But I'm not gonna make no songs. I don't want to like. You don't want to go viral. Yeah, like I don't want to make no moment off of this man's name. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything, like I said, I speak about him in interviews. 
appreciate how he inspired me. But other than that, I'm not about to make this song is gonna live on. That shit killed me about motherfuckers that I knew personally, and I'm like, uh, this what you gonna do? Yeah, I couldn't do it. Like the shit, <laughs> the shit hit home for me a little bit different. Cause I I watched Nipsey like from an early standpoint, but like nobody was listening to him. So like to watch him blow up and get killed, I watched it from like a whole. Damn, he followed his purpose. His purpose. <laughs> Got jammed up. Yeah, still. His, pur- his purpose was carried out. And if you look back at everything that he was talking about, it all led up to this like, victory lap. He worked all the way up to this moment. The victory lap, he got killed. So then I was like, it hit home for me. Like I said, I got a family. And like, I know this is my purpose. I know I be falling around into situations where these ain't the best people to be around. You get what I'm saying? So like, that shit hit different for me. Like, it just kind of woke me up like, damn. You could be doing all the right things and some shit could still happen. Facts. It's an agent of chaos to come fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that shit hit me different, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, it did. Because, like I said, because <laughs> it's like, especially when you see the footage, you're just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, right. Everything that he was on was positive. Like, I ain't never seen nobody give back and get killed for giving back. Like, you get killed for being over here helping people. Oh, yeah. Don't do too, don't be too positive. He got killed while he was helping, helping somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, when he died, everybody's aware now of what he was doing. Yeah. But like, I used to watch these, like, my, like I said, my girl be getting tired of this shit. But I'll be watching <laughs> interviews for days, like, and I'll always, like, before the day over, I always have to watch something that Nipsey was doing. Even if it's old videos, like, it was always a message in it. Mm-hmm. Like, whether it's buying a retail property or knowing the, your, the worth of your art, like how he did the Proud to Pay campaign. Like, the reason I started making t-shirts was because I seen him and his campaign with the t-shirts and how they was, how good it was doing. And he was using that to push his own music. That's what helped him stay independent for so long. Mm-hmm. And he basically taught me about being a partner and not just the artist on the label. So those type of things was the things that made me want to get into music the way I was going to get into it. Because everybody else thinks you keep dropping singles in the video, single in the video, until you get signed. Yeah. But motherfuckers don't think about the long game of dropping down the catalog mm-hmm. and being able to do what DJ Mustard just did. Mm-hmm. Selling percentages of the catalog, making all new music. But yeah. you, you just sold this shit for 10 times what, it, what you was making off of it. Cause they know they're going to make their money back. You, you literally made it from Hedgehog. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like now, say 10 years down the line, I sell run. I probably only made 100000 on it. I could sell that motherfucker for two, three million. Mm-hmm. That right there gonna be I'm gonna be able to flip that and do whatever else I wanna do with it. But it's the fact that I've had a catalog of music. Artists don't think like that no more. I think the last artist that was thinking like that was like Nipsey, Wiz, Mac Miller type of people. Like that's and that's all class of two thousand ten. But them all leaders of the new school. Right. She bad for the game far as like independent artists and what they know. Yeah. It just it, it, it's a lack of uh, passing information. Though. Yeah, it's not development, and, and it's also what you listen to. Though, like I said, you know, they go back to speaking shit into existence. Like for example, um, like I said I, I only been up here for six years, so like um, one of the artists, rest in peace to him, Dexo Song. I ain't know too much about him, but I couldn't listen to his song. Cause, like I'm not heavy on what I speak. Like I'm not about to sit in my car and chant. My mama said I got deaf. I just couldn't do it. So like my friends, I'll be cussing their ass out, and nigga, don't play that shit in my car. That's no disrespect to him. 
But I just know the power is in what you say. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, if I'm listening to that all day, and I'm, I'm only listening to street music, that's what I'm going to fall into. Mm-hmm. If I turn around and listen to 444, <laughs> if I turn around and listen to Nipsey shit, or listen to somebody that's uplifting or watching interviews or podcasts or teaching me how to manage my money or run my own business, fuck the fuck I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I just strongly believe in that shit. And like, that's how we move on. And on my side right now, because like I said, we've seen, we're seeing now the, the profit of yeah. So besides the project you got coming, what's next for that buddy? Uh, definitely more, more music. Um, I'm definitely trying to get into more of the merch side of things. Like I said, I got dope ideas. Um, and um, like I said, other than that, I'm really trying to get in these rooms where the powerful people are. That's really the trouble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to be in the room like when uh, I heard, and hopefully. Somebody here doesn't give me more information, but I heard like Angela Yee and uh, DJ Envy come here like once a month or twice a month and throw programs about buying the block back. They do. I, I believe Angela Yee from somewhere that. around here. Yeah, she, uh, she ain't from here. Some. But she she come here. She got her own crib here though. Yeah. yeah. She got a she crib like uh, like somewhere around Detroit. Yeah. She be here. They be having like real estate meetings. Yeah. And like so, I want I definitely want to get into shit like that. Cause like I said, I'm. I want the people that study shit like that, and I'm thinking the long game. Like, then she said to me, it'd be free. Yeah, they do, but yeah. you gotta work that motherfucker out. And like I said, it's not like they. I don't, I don't want to think nobody. I'm not throwing shade at nobody, but it's not like people on our radio station. Like, yo, Angela Yee is in town throwing right. this shit, because they don't really want us to know. Or they don't know their damn stuff and don't care. They only going off what's going to make the money. So I'm having the pool party is more important than. Well, it's just the advertisement on there, and she's not paying for it. She's yeah. not charging people money, so it's like, yeah. yeah. You see yeah. how other people become detached. And the artist that pool party, the artist that was just on, you know, he about to be performing live. You know, yeah. I'm telling you, too. The fucked up part is that motherfucker was going to do whatever it was going to do anyway. Yeah. Regardless. Like, if that bitch going to slap, it's going to slap. But now they're going to throw his sauce on it as well. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just to suck you in. Like I said, like you said, you didn't even know that was going on. So, like I said, now that I know about it, I won't end. I found out about it from her. She was talking about it on the radio. I don't know if they still uh, on one on two seven in the morning. Yeah, she I mean, like I said, I, I, I heard them talking about it, but that's just them talking about it. I don't remember her giving out addresses and all that shit. Yeah. Like, I want, I, I really want to be in the room. Like I said, <laughs> I'm looking down the line. Like I got three kids. I got a wife. If anything ever was to happen to me, I want to have shit that's like tangible. Something yeah. that they could be like, I left this for my kids or like. In a state. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm trying to build up my legacy in a state, all that shit. I don't want to just be renting and bullshitting for the rest of Leasing cars and renting You had me cry out that shit early morning. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga on Facebook, if you just leased a car, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm going to buy a Mercedes, and somebody's like, so, so what, my friend? You don't go try and dick on you. This, this shit went and leased to Mercedes, and then when came to see me this morning, and I was like, that's not impressive, bro. I'm like, yeah. your car payments gonna be what, four hundred dollars a month, and your insurance is gonna be six. I'm like, you're dumb. You're 26, and you just bought a sports car. I'm like, I want to fool on you next year. What am I gonna pay off? Mercedes that's two years old with like zero miles on it, and you're what about to return your lease, being broke and shit. Okay, we'll see. Nigga, goofy as hell. They got their guest over there too. Yeah, yeah. Right. Easy, easy. Yeah, yeah. All right. So shit. 
I'm definitely gonna invite y'all to um we're gonna throw a listening party for this next joint, but like I wanna do kinda like what Dreamville did, have a day where it's just straight media, mm-hmm. like outlets. That way good, yeah. not only is it for me to get my music out there, but y'all can mingle and shit with other podcasts and shit. Like I said, my main goal is to spread love, mm-hmm. bring That's everybody good. together. I like that nigga episode 18 silver spoons i'm the yak guy you can get at me on all social media at the yak guy t-h-e-e-y-a-k-g-l-d across the table we got queen b you can find me on all social media platforms at zoe mommy that's z-o-i-e-m-o-m-m-i-e and this morning as guest was buddy you can get at me at that's buddy like i said on country so i spell d-a-t-s underscore buddy Get at me for whatever y'all, whatever y'all need. I even come through and host your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Seeds Marketing Design for sponsoring the show. Shout out to Edit to the engineer. <laughs> oh, podcast and Jay on Instagram. <laughs> Here we out. Yeah, that was fire. How can I ever get you up with this? I ain't fucking with the mother niggas. I ain't fucking with the mother niggas. Yeah. I was handling business, couldn't make time. I was in grind mode. I looked out for them niggas. I know them niggas thought I was damn full. Now I'm ahead of them niggas. I can do this here with my eyes closed. Now I just flex on them bitches, they fronted on me when I was dead, bro. Dead, bro. Dead, bro. When I was dead, bro. When I was dead, bro. Dead, bro. Time. I was in grind mode Looked out 
when I was dead broke Just being honest, I should've been in the tropics Instead I spent time in confinement, I had got lost on assignment They told me you back in detention, but I ain't paid them attention I fell in love with all these bitches, fighting the case I got infants My son playground in the trenches, it's free me and all the mentions But still I'm still lost in the system I know you probably thought you see me lacking Bands on me got a nigga sagging Cause I need a dollar for every hour I spent in that wagon Was handling business, couldn't make time I was in grind mode, looked out for them niggas I know them niggas thought I damn fold I'm head of them niggas, I can do this here with my eyes closed I'm flexing on bitches, they frontin' on me when I was dead, bro Four.